0: Hello, Robbie here. I'm pleased to announce my 15th, yes, 15th novel, This Book is Cursed. It's about a cursed choose-your-own-adventure novel. It is now available for pre-order wherever you buy your books. Here is a brief description.
1: This book is cursed. It always ends the same way. Bookseller Annie Maddox has stumbled upon the find of a lifetime. A rare book, one of one, and worth big bucks a choose-your-own-adventure novel written by a reclusive author before his untimely and gruesome death. After a terrible tragedy, Annie discovers the truth. This book is cursed. Choose the wrong path, and it kills you. Annie digs into the history of the book and into its secrets, because inside that curse is a tantalizing promise, one that can undo all its bloodshed. Read the book, choose the right path, and reverse the horror. Can Annie find her way through the book, or will
0: she be cut down by its curse? This book is Cursed, comes out March 25th, 2024, and again is available for pre-order wherever you buy your books and at the link in the show notes. I'd love for you to check it out. to the show. Everybody, this is the Simpsons show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about the Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robbie. Um, a little confused by this episode, but you know, not uh... <laughs> no, Matt, you can't be confused because I'm confused. One of us has to know. Oh what's no, going... we're in trouble then, aren't we? <laughs> One of us has to know what's going on in this episode. Uh, apparently, I, I I don't think it matters. I that? Don't, I don't think the writers knew what was going on in this episode. I think they just went. Poop, poop, poop. Rub their hands together when they were finished. It. That's 20 minutes and walked away. Hi, we are right. away support us on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpsons show link in the show notes to help out the show uh, for only two hours a month. You can access to a bunch of bonus episodes, uh, weekly episode reviews of King of the Hill, uh, Rick and Morty, Bob's burgers, a bunch of bonus episodes about the Simpsons and uh, movies that inspired the Simpsons and all kinds of stuff. Uh, please go check it out. We appreciate everyone who supports us. This week's episode is... How I Wet Your Mother. Uh, I need Ooh. another title that has almost nothing to do with the episode. I mean, it. it Matt, you could tell me, Matt, that they came up with this title first, and then wrote the episode backwards from it. Oh, I believe that. For that's sure. that's possible. Like it's it's certainly possible. It, I don't think. I, I don't think that. But that also would like kind of contextually would think make you think that this has like thought put into it, which I don't know about any of that. Episode yeah. P-A-B-F-O-8, originally on March 11th, 2012, written by Billy Kimball and Ian Maxton Graham, directed by Lance Kramer, received a 2.8 rating with 5 million viewers. The couch gag family family lies down on a sushi mat and a giant hand, stuffs them into a sushi roll, and chops it up. Maggie emerges intact. This is surprisingly, uh like, gruesome. Yeah. Yeah. you see they're usually this uh rough in the in in the in the couch scene like they you see their like bones and stuff inside their like the chopped up uh, pieces it's really it's kind of you're like oh cool <laughs> thanks uh this episode <laughs> guest stars David Byrne as the dream operator singer okay and Glenn Close right. as Mona which God almighty let her yeah. die stop leave Mona alone. <laughs> Why she's dead? Why are we still doing this? Why do we keep bringing her back for worse and worse episodes? It's some I don't know how it's possible. Leave her alone. Okay. Um. Oh boy, Matt. This this first act. It's short. I'll I'll give it that, Matt. That's all I can say about I this is, first. Act. That is true. It is is short. It's, it's short. short. You gave me most of the episode this week. Thanks. Uh, you're you're welcome. Uh it's I I needed the time off honestly. Um. <laughs> So Smithers goes. It starts with Smithers going into his supply closet, and I I do need to mention this, Matt. This, and we're not going to mention everything in this episode because it's it's impossible. There's lots of just insane things happening on screen that aren't connected to anything and don't matter. They're just sight. You know, I wouldn't call them gags because they're not funny. But I want to <laughs> I want to say that I just want to point this out just to start. Smithers opens up the supply closet like he needs a key code or a key card or something. And it's, he opens it up and there's like robots, futuristic robots come at him to attack him, mm-hmm. I guess. And he has a gun that opens up a portal beneath them and they vanish into the portal. And then the portal closes. It is this? There's nothing else said about it. It is just a thing that happens. and It's almost a Scully-esque gag. <laughs> it's not Scully. This is a Futurama gag. Matt. That, like, that's you're a, right. You're that's right. a Futurama gag. And at this point, I'm going, what show were we watching? People talk about. I remember the the hubbub back in the day when Kang and Kodos appeared in a non of horror episode. Everyone's like, rah, 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 rah. and you are like, what about this? <laughs> what, is, what is this nonsense? Where we just have these Smithers fighting robots for a second in the beginning of this episode? There is nothing to do with it. I am just mentioning it. There is dozens of things like this in this episode where you are just like, oh, I guess that hap- that exists. Like this dream technology that this in, this Inception quote unquote parody they do. Yeah, Smithers goes in, gets a paperclip. Accidentally leaves the door cracked. Homer, uh, Lenny, and Carl come by. Uh, Homer tells everyone, "Steal, steal everything. Let's steal all this office supplies." The entire plant runs in, takes everything, everything that's not nailed down, loading up their cars. Uh, then there is a like a, a sequence where Burns catches them burnt, but only Homer escapes. He just. He floors it that's literally there's nothing clever about this by the way it's just Homer floors no, it no. and gets out before everyone else um, he isn't caught everyone else is caught stealing and so Burns makes them write essays while Homer gets the day off and, and, Ho- and Homer yeah. has to give like this speech about why he's so pure and he doesn't do he didn't do a bad thing and stuff like that and this isn't getting anywhere this is nothing to do with this episode I want to make that clear. This is a, a fate. All of this is a red herring, this guilt that Homer presumably should have. Because they, they introduce these concepts of, like, Homer feel, should feel guilty about doing this, where he gets, gets off scot-free and everyone else doesn't. And they start talking about karma, Matt. They mention the word karma. Several times. Several times. This episode has nothing to do with karma and it's stupid. <laughs> I can't this is the dumb this is the dumb people idea of how to write a mystery. Uh like cuz if you want a parody inception, parody if you want a parody inception, inception is a mystery and a heist movie. Those are the two things it is. It, it's a heist yeah. it's it's a heist movie in someone's head, but it's still a heist movie. You're you have all these people who have very select skills, they have to break into something and extract something from it. The mystery and the mystery becomes what are they getting out of all this? Because of the fantastical setting. This is like, oh well, we don't want to actually write a mystery or actually deal with any of this. Writing mysteries is hard, Robbie, okay? I I agree. It is hard. They don't they don't try. Um but this is all a fate. None of this matters. This is all just filler. Like, you could write put anything here because it is not actually connected to the end of this episode and the quote-unquote reveal. They talk about mm-hmm. karma. Homer goes on a fishing trip with Bart and then goes to bed and wets the bed. I have a clip.
2: <laughs> you know, boy, my dad used to take me fishing just like this more angry texts from work that's a lot
3: of (laughs) hates. i can't believe you got all your friends in trouble and you got the day off
2: hey it's called karma
3: isn't karma where if you do something bad bad things happen to you
2: hey common misconception suck it karma yeah i'm talking to you karma (laughs) karma's a bitch karma uh, uh nothing better than a lazy Saturday morning lying in a warm moist bed because weekends are moist. I went to bed. The one embarrassing thing I've never done.
1: Robbie. Oh Homer says that karma is a uh, the fact that you do bad things bad things happen to you is a, is a common misconception and then he starts yelling at karma calling karma names. So, does he believe that's true
0: or not? It doesn't matter, man. I'm confused. It it doesn't matter. Nothing, I can't say this hard enough. Nothing happens in this episode. This is just empty. There's nothing in it. There's nothing like in anything they try and make you feel at the end is all contrived. It's all all artificial. They don't do any foundational story building to make this feel real. There's no very similitude. Um, I also like, we're going to start. We, I'm just going to do this right now, Matt. Uh, largely, if you're an adult wanting the bed, it's because of, you're sick. <laughs> you have some yeah, so physical problem. You have, medical drop, you have a medical issue of some kind. If it was Homer, Matt, I would say it's because he's diabetic. <laughs> he hasn't. Oh. It's not treated. That's probably what it is. It's very. It's very most likely not some psychological thing. Uh but whatever. We go to a commercial four minutes. And, and in four minutes, even. It was a
1: very quick four minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thankfully. Unfortunately, that means that now I have to talk about this terrible episode. So we start off with Homer trying to hide the evidence of his bedwetting.
2: Mars, from time to time, I've heard you speak of a washing machine. Where would I find this marvelous contraption? Why? Are you going to do the laundry? Not just the laundry! That would be weird! And you might ask questions! I'm gonna do all the chores! What the hell are you doing? Don't yell at me, brain! This happened on your watch! You have two jobs, thinking and bladder control! I'm doing the best with what I got! All you feed me is reality shows! I like to watch Lamar Odin play Xbox while his giant wife yells at him! Is that so nuts?
1: Huh? Yeah, shut you up. Yes, Robbie. Remember when Homer used to argue with his brain, and it was funny. Do I? I mean, Is at th- least they tried.
0: Did they? I mean, way back in the day, in the golden years. Okay, back years, in the yes, day. Yes. yes, I mean, I thought you were talking about this, Matt. I- I'm. Oh um, no! Good God, no! I. Okay. Yeah, I remember in the good. Yeah, in the good yeah episodes. Yeah, I remember that. It was funny because they wrote jokes in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say so, here, We'll uh, check in. Did you laugh at anything in this episode? No, good God, no, never once. Nope. not even close. Same the eye rolls. Yep, same.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the next day, uh, Homer wets the bed again. Uh, Apu appears in a thought bubble with four arms. Uh, obviously, he's supposed to be a Hindu deity or demigod or whatever, uh, and tells him that oh, it's karma because he did something bad and he needs to fix it. There's a terrible conversation about the expression of dharma and et cetera. It's just this episode. This episode.
0: This episode is not about karma. I can't say it nope. hard enough not about karma
1: no because we wrap up the karma thing next homer throws an i'm sorry party which everyone at the plant comes to everyone forgives him uh he has a party there's a a homer pinata with a pinata heart inside of it that carl basically destroys everyone says hey we forgive you you know thank you for the party he wakes up the next
0: morning and he's still wetting the bed and
1: now, so this is the end of karma. We will never hear of
0: karma again for the rest of the episode. Uh, see, here, this is the problem. Matt. It still feels very much like Homer trying to deal, like, try and find, like, I don't, they are still searching for, like, oh, there's some secret that is the reason for this. If, if they, if you want to indulge in that there is some terrible secret that is the reason for this, you have to, like, hint at it and do things around it in the first part of your episode, instead of having a wild goose chase about the concept of karma. Yep. Okay.
1: I just works. So they do not. Okay. Uh, so yes, uh, at, at this point we go, we take time off for some jokes, quote unquote, about Homer wetting the bed. He buys a a P alarm, which he is very careful to keep hidden from everyone but it's an alarm. It has a pad underneath it. It's off an alarm when you pee. Why would you buy
0: this if you're trying to Don't worry. I mean, these this is a product yeah. that does exist, but it's largely sure. it but it's largely to wake you up when it first starts happening so you stop. Yeah. Not when you've uh, whatever. It doesn't like they are not interested in real life mechanics of adult people adults bed wetting the bed. I don't care about that. Right. I don't know if they think it's funny or not. I don't know if this is supposed to any of this. Like the fact that there's a giant, this alarm mat is supposed. It feels like oh, this is funny. Look at this giant comedy alarm, and you're like, this is not funny. It is sad and or gross or both, mm-hmm. but it is maybe sad because it's somewhat gross. But it is not funny. Can am I? Are like? Are I'm not crazy. Am I?
1: No. It is not funny at all. And now there's the next bit, uh, because Homer, the whole family hears the alarm goes off, of course. Homer has to confess to them that he's wetting the bed. Okay, sure. Then Homer buys diapers, which I feel like should have been his first thing. He can just wear pajamas and hide the diapers underneath, but whatever. Uh, But for some reason, he has the diapers on when he and Marge are becoming intimate. Again, stupid. 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 Marge is not into this, obviously.
0: And mm, not her fetish as
1: far as she knows i was
0: gonna say matt don't say obviously some people hide things but i mean that's true
1: that's true we don't know but she's, not into, work, it. she's, not, she's into not into it she's not into it fair enough fair enough marge's not into it so she goes for a walk at which professor frink is blown by an explosion to their street as she takes a walk in the middle of the night all right whatever it's professor frink he already knows because bart tweeted i guess about uh Homer's uh, wedding to bed, and he has the solution. And boy, is it dumb.
3: Professor Frank, are you all right? Oh, yes, yes, I'm fine, my dear. I was just trying to get past the New York Times paywall and then kaboom. And what brings you out in the middle of the night? It's kind of embarrassing. Yes, I heard about your husband's bedwetting problem. How do you know about it? Tweeted by Bart, retweeted by Krusty. Mm. Well, perhaps I can help. You see, I have invented a device that allows you to enter someone else's dreams and explore their subconscious. So, we can go inside Homer's sleeping mind and find out why he's wetting the bed? Uh, yes, in fact, I just used it to cure another Springfielder of his particular obsession. Normal stew likes normal things. Hmm.
1: So, yes, Disco Stew is now cured. Look for that in future episodes where he is no longer Disco Stew. He's just stew. Totally gonna happen. I... uh,
0: I... Why?
1: (laughs) Because they need an Inception parody, Homer, uh, Robbie... The Egyptian parody about Homer Robbie,
0: yeah. what? Well, but they didn't. They didn't. That didn't need one. They didn't need to do this. Nope. They sure. Didn't. Okay. I th- we're not gonna like. You could easily. Oh, March just conveniently meets Frank and New York Times firewall jokes and paywall jokes. What? What? Like? What? Are, what? What are we? Okay. Homer's in, in like. Oh yeah. We well, you could, and the, the jokes about Bart tweeting it and Krusty retweeted it. Okay. This is what we're doing. Yeah, it, uh, it unfortunately is. Frank, and we're just injured. We're fine with Sprink having like, science fiction machines just in this, in this oh, normal episode. Absolutely. Normal absolutely. If this was a transfer of Horror, Matt, I wouldn't blink an eye. No, this is exactly the kind of thing that should be in a Trios of Horror episode. Okay. We could just, you could have just said that. When, this is, that was what someone should have said when someone's like, I want to write an episode about this. And they're like, That's a transfer of Horror episode. And we're like, No, yeah. it's not. And you're like, Yeah, it is. What are you doing? Yeah. Someone should have told them no. I know, right? Um,
1: So we're now in Inception, and they have to go into Homer's dream, including Maggie, because Frank is not a babysitter. (sighs) Whatever. So in Homer's dream, this is still Act 2, by the way. Like, we are... (laughs) There's a lot that happens in this, but I will give them that. It is wall-to-wall stuff. So they go in, and just like in Inception, they're in a... uh, They're skiing down a mountain, and... Death is on a ski mobile next to them and dragging a coffin,
0: coffin that says decided... the word marriage
1: on it. Well, also say that they decide that they need to see what it says on top of it because that'll be a clue. It says marriage on it. Then they all go off a cliff and Marge says, "Oh, you know, in a dream when you die, you you wake up. That is not the case here because Frank forgot to do an Adobe Acrobat update." oh my god where are you getting these jokes so if they die in the dream they die in real life so now they have to fall asleep again and thankfully that's where we go to another commercial matt i know i know what is going on what is going I on wish i could tell you robbie i okay. wish, wish wish all right that's
0: fine we come back from commercial 11 minutes and 12 seconds um we're in inception rules so they have to fall asleep have they seen inception <laughs> Because <laughs> Lisa's like Lisa just knows that if they fall asleep again, they'll it gives them more time because the time dilation over dreams, which are the rules in that one movie Inception. That Inception mm-hmm. is the place where they came up with those 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 rules. It doesn't make any sense for Lisa to know about. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Why am I? T- why why am I doing this to myself? Um, they have to if they fall asleep while they're falling, it gives them more time to escape. Uh, so Bart dances, it's not 20 seconds, Matt. It's only 10 seconds of dancing.
1: Okay, okay sure. I, Ten, I, I
0: counted, time? I literally started counting. It's 10 seconds of just Bart dancing in midair, though you never get that 10 seconds back. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so they go, they have they pull out a machine again, a, a, a one of these science fiction machine plug themselves in and fall asleep again while they're falling and then they are transported which to... happens to me all the time I fall in midair and I just fall asleep you know? the machine puts you to sleep Matt it's fine if you're gonna have this machine making it put you to sleep Is might as well like just do it I'm fine with I that suppose. I don't I don't need any more like contrived nonsense in this episode there's already enough of it uh, speaking of contrived nonsense they <laughs> are now back in the Tracy Ullman days why <laughs> What does this have to do? Why is this here? Why are they going to a therapy session? And why isn't this Dr. Marvin Monroe, by the way? Right. Excuse me? If we're going to the Tracy Ullman days, the season one days, why isn't this Dr. Marvin Monroe? Um, They need to open a, the coffin. They have the coffin in this. They all look like the Tracy Ullman shorts, like crude drawings, crude animation. Um, the same, they have the, uh, Dan Castellaneta is doing the Proto Homer voice. The uh, oh, I can't think of the actor's name. Matt. Um, Walter Matthau. Walter, Walter Matthau voice. Everything like that. Why are we seeing this? It doesn't make. Is it? Is this in Homer's head? I. Great question, Robbie. Great question. We don't even know. Uh, but we go to see a therapist. They open the coffin and it's full of fish, and the fish start filling up the room, and they're about to. Suffocate on fish, so they plug themselves in again to another machine into Lisa's dream, and they're in Shakespeare. They're performing Shakespeare.
1: They don't in even... Shakespeare.
0: They're at the Globe Theater in
1: full dress and everything.
0: They are why. I don't know because we don't even stay there for more than 10 seconds. We are, yeah, because it's boring. They have to leave because it's Lisa's dream. I, well, is that the joke? Is that all there is? Is that all yeah. there is to this? Okay, they immediately go into another Homer dream, um, where this is like the. Uh, basically the fake city from inception. Um, but the cityscape is made up of junk food and beer. And we meet an anthropomorphic keg with Marge hair and a pizza tongue that I guess Homer Matt, what does a Homer think beer is sexy? I guess I, I mean, I get liking drinking beer. That's not complicated wouldn't it just look like marge again (laughs) if you're gonna do this like it doesn't make any sense and like if this is supposed to be his fantasies like his deepest hopes and dreams and it's just like an anthropomorphic keg does homer like want to have sex with inanimate objects like is that
1: i i think it's just all homer's desires mixed into one he wants to have sex with marge and also drink beer and eat pizza
0: okay fair enough whatever um uh, Homer wants to. It's the fake. This is the whole city, and they're like they start wandering around. Homer gets distracted, of course, um, and 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 wants to stay. We see lots of nonsense here. We get Flanders run over by a, a lawnmower and chopped into pieces. There's a bunch of mos around. Um, there's mothers four drunk driving here again.
2: That's uh... not.
0: I don't don't like that. Um, whatever. We, we, I, it, and like this goes on forever and I don't, and, and no point is there like any focus. You don't know what's going on. Um, Marge is the only person who's like, Hey, don't we have something we're supposed to be doing? Um, and kind of remind somewhere of this. And then in the real world at the same time, uh, Wiggum shows up. We don't, for no, for no apparent reason.
3: Homie, we're here to find answers to your problem. We know there's a marriage in
2: trouble, and it has something to do with fish. Oh, lighten up, Marge. I take you to the Disneyland of me, and you just want to go to the lost and found. Well, guess what? We're staying in this dream forever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Unplug these people, Dr. Kurt Dorkian. Oh, you foolish man If I unhook them now, I won't know if this is safe to use on chimps. Alright, I'll do it myself. Give me that. Gimme a ho! Oh, hi Wow,
2: okay. okay. oh, uh,
0: yeah. First of all, why is Wiggum here? Second of all, couldn't you give Frank a better reason? No, it's funny, man That's the <sighs> they literally said we need a joker, what do we say? And someone uh... came up with that. That's what happened. Um, they are, again, the bigger problem is like, why is Wiggum here? Oh, it's because they needed something to happen. And they couldn't think of like a more naturally feeling reason to do it. It's just, oh, Wiggum's here. Um, the dream box, the sci-fi science fiction machine falls over. (laughs) And apparently that there's apparently Matt, there's like mechanical things in this thing because other, like we, obviously we don't know why, (laughs) why the shaking the box make all the dreams go haywire do we do we not know
1: fantastic question robbie okay. i wish i could tell you they, sh-
0: they knocked the box over i didn't remember fixed. that
1: being a, an inception thing honestly it's
0: not <laughs> it's not the dreams start collapsing because of internal like people make fun of inception because it's just a bunch of made-up stuff but i feel like inception does stay log- internally logically consistent it you know with the in within the concept of kind of dream logic this is just like oh the box they knocked the dream box over so all the dreams start shaking and you're like that's okay whatever who cares um we go to our final commercial at 15 minutes and 57 seconds i don't know what's happening why does there have to be another commercial mm-hmm. all right
1: so uh now we finally get uh close to you know what's really happening here uh so Wiggum and Frank are fighting in slow motion. And just like Inception, uh, death shows up to save the family. Uh, because, uh, you know, the whole world is crumbling around them. And, but it's not death. It's Mona. And all of a sudden, everything stops shaking. They're not in danger anymore. They're just... she takes Mona takes them to a theater. Okay. So, has she stopped time? Are they not in danger? Not really sure what's going on here. Uh, they see a scene of Homer's childhood. Uh, that Mona says will explain everything that's going on. And I'm going to play it for you, and it's not going to answer anything.
3: While you boys are out playing in the boat, I'll go to the store and pick us up some dinner.
2: No need. With two Simpson men in the boat, we'll bring you back a pile of fish. I'm in charge of the tackle box. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> and we're off. <up. laughs> Man, Homer, you've always been a loser. You little... There's nothing in this dream world. I can't strangle you. Um, I heard you and Mommy yelling again last night. Oh, no, no. It was just a TV show. Mitch Miller was yelling at one of his idiot singers. You just concentrate on catching the fish and not whether there'll be someone there to cook it a bite! We get a fish! We get a fish! All right, settle down there, boy. After we eat it, can we let it go? Can we catch a submarine?
3: You got home hours late with no fish. It was only a few weeks later that I left your father for good.
2: You left him because I tipped the boat over and ruined the vacation? Pathetic. The kid who can't keep his parents married together is no kid at all. It's true, I failed the basic duty of childhood. <gasps> and then when I took Bart fishing, it all came back. And the guilt made me wet the bed. Case closed. Let's return
3: our dream skis. Case not closed. Huh? Homer, you have nothing to feel guilty about. And I can show you. Roll the film, Cletus.
2: Sorry, Mona. We had more of an adventure than we planned on. It's
3: okay, Abe. You brought back the only treasure I care about. Mm. And when the time came that I had to leave your father, I knew you were in good hands.
2: I'm cured. I'll never went to bed again. And maybe you'll stop overeating too. No can do, baby. Never
3: forget, Homer. The three of us will always be together in your memory.
1: Right next to the movie trivia.
0: Matt, did you not include John Travolta?
1: Uh, I did not include John. Why so not?
0: It's so funny.
1: Uh, I also did include Cletus complaining about uh, Mona telling him what to do and talking about kissing Mona because
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, bet, man, man. Don't think about it. Don't think about it.
1: Nope. We're going to try real hard to think about you, this. It's going to make
0: you really upset. Don't do it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so they, this is it. Homer realizes why he's been wetting the bed. Uh, he wakes up and he's dry this time which I feel like this is extenuating circumstances, so uh, this is not indicative of how you would wake up on a normal day. But whatever, he, he hasn't wet the bed this time, so he's cured. And that's the end. Homer is cured by realizing that what he was triggered by was a, the fishing trip with Bart when he was reminded of a time when he thought he destroyed his parents' marriage. But he didn't really understand that he did that because he didn't even remember that happening <coughs> until now. <laughs> and, and oh, God we're not gonna think about it we're not gonna think about it see
0: the they but that's not how it ends because they do the top thing from inception Uh, they spin the top we're we're getting that. well you said it ends man it's not over we gotta spin the top
1: that is the end of homer's trauma i guess
0: what happens then tell me what happens at the end
1: Oh, they do the spinny top thing, but Homer spins it so well that it just keeps going and going. And they, oh, we're in a dream. That is not terrifying to them for some reason. So they ride their bikes down the street naked, and Homer gets beat up. No, he gets by. No,
0: no, no, he doesn't get beat up. Man, he gets hit by a truck. (laughs) Hit by a truck. That's right. (laughs) Naked. Sorry, beat up in the
1: in the in the sense that he gets horribly maimed. But it's off screen, so it's okay.
0: I can I just say uh, that I there probably are. Cases where people like when you're very young, like you, it, how does Homer not remember the thing that is traumatizing him?
1: I mean, it could be a deep-seated memory. That is the broad thing I have the least problem with. But Homer did not realize that he felt guilty and felt responsible for his parents' marriage being broken up. Like We've had
0: lots of Mona episodes. This Matt here. This is it. This is ultimately this is the the, the problem. Is if you want to make an episode about Homer feeling guilty about Mona and a breaking up, make an episode about it. Don't dance around it. Don't make this stupid inception quote unquote parody, the spoof, whatever you want to call this, don't make this the thing, or you make it where you make it textually. The reason why they're going into Homer's head. Like if you want to invent, if you want to have a science fiction machine in your episode, you want to do all this cartoonish nonsense. Fine. Make it about the thing you're making it about. If you want, if the reason you're going in Homer's head is because oh Homer feels guilty about breaking up, he thinks it's his fault, and th- that the, that's the other thing, Matt. Where like, how does Homer remember things that he wasn't there for? Like he's he's a, a unconscious, asleep, or whatever. He's not conscious when Mona says that stuff. Yeah. So it doesn't even make like that's the problem none of this makes sense. None of this is like every step along the way none of it makes sense. I don't I, I honestly don't know what they're trying to do. Like this is one of the, another episode where I have no idea. I feel like we are we're pretty intelligent people uh and, and and certainly know the Simpsons in and out. I don't know what this episode is. Like I don't know what's going on. Like I know it's vaguely about like trying to do inception stuff but like there's a bunch of things that just happen, and you don't know why. And you're like, "Well, wait a minute. How does Homer remember things that don't exist? Why? Like, we're not going to talk about the fact that he has these memories of Mona, and they operate independently of real life, Mona. Like, I have my real life mom, and I have the mom. I have memories of my mom in my head. I have both of those things independently of each other." there's never a point where I go, Oh, the mom in my head is real and talks to me like she's my real mom. Like, I don't get like these weird, this weird construction they're doing makes no sense. And it feels so strange and out of place. It doesn't feel like this is a memory of Mona. This feels like this is an independent, like feels like a ghost. And even though she says, no, I'm not, it's not me. And you're like, okay, Mona, this is, why are we here? Why is Mona yeah. here? Why is anything happening? I don't know. I do not know. Um, We'll rank this episode. We no, we'll never know. We'll never know. No there is no answer. If you ask the writers, they probably don't remember why they did any of these things. They're like, "Oh, we had to get a lot of episodes out." Cool, thanks. We'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Robbie, is this episode incredibly broken, and should we bother to fix it? Which is the real question.
2: No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see, quick fix,
0: quick fix. Ah. I, I, the should we fix it is the real question. You're right. I don't have a clip for that. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like if they wanted to do an Inception spoof, do a closer Inception spoof.
1: They have to go into Mr. Burns' memory to help him find his ATM pin
0: or something like that. Or, like, or the, he's, you, you, okay, we're just going to do an Inception spoof. I don't care about the stupid, stupid Homer wetting the bed stuff. I don't want to watch an episode where Homer wets the bed. I don't want to watch it. I'm not going to theory craft it. Let's do an Inception. If you want to do an Inception spoof, do an Inception spoof. You start in Meteor Res. Burns has done something horrific to the town. Blotting, like, similar to blotting out the sun, right? He's done some Bond villain type stuff. And the town is uh, kind of in the midst of it. And he's the only one that can stop it. Burns is in complete control and in the middle of this burns has a stroke and passes in 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 and uh, like turns into a, uh, pass out into a coma or something right lapses yes. into lapses into a coma and so you bring out the science and he, oh and you have frank everyone's there the entire town is there you don't need these contrived reasons to have frank because frank's already there because the entire town is there trying to figure out what's going on and frank goes oh i have this machine we can and and you and he you do a test in Burns, the Burns still has some brain, something's going on in Burns' head. We need and we need either the key to we need to either wake Burns up or find the key to turn off whatever's affecting the town so that we can get back to our lives. And then you send you we you you have to send someone in to figure it out. And you would probably would say you have Smithers volunteer. And then you have Smithers be like a guide. Smithers is your Smithers. You have Smithers probably. You have Frank on a walkie-talkie, and then you send in Homer probably. Frank and probably Smithers just picks Homer. Maybe Homer is the person is the reason why Burns uh, uh, has a stroke. He in fury et cetera, or something. So you pick, so Smithers as punishment picks Homer, and then we have the the. the and then dr- I would say like Bart or Lisa sneak in just to make it interesting. Yes, yeah, so I think that's the um you can i mean you literally could have the entire family go and it doesn't like you don't need to have like you could have it like oh yeah and then lisa went in because of this you know like i don't know it depends like you write as many as you have a reason for if you just want it, it homer and like i would think lisa would be the best character because she is the more intelligent counterpart to homer and then it's a good balance
1: yeah, and I mean, if you wanted to be an even closer spoof on Inception, you have oh Bart has to stay on the first lever uh, first layer, the first layer to fight somebody off, just like just Gordon Levitt in Inception. It's like oh he he's guarding them while they go deeper, and then you can have Bart do karate or whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you just bring in a bunch of townspeople, like just like Inception, you bring in the townspeople that have the skills necessary to do different things it's like it's a heist movie it's not complicated and that's it they just go and they dig into burns's memories and you like you make jokes about burns's being a monster in different time periods uh and you probably reference a bunch of old old timey stuff um things like that it's a different episode but it's probably a better one because i don't if you're going to do an inception parody saddling it with like this heavy trauma dump of Homer wetting his bed and feeling guilty about breaking up his family's his parents. It's just like, why is this here? This isn't fun. I don't know why you're doing it. Um, I don't know if they know, Matt, that's the thing. I, I I assume that Glenn close
1: was free and they said, how can we get Mona in another episode? Oh, let's make something up. Um,
0: that's it. Uh, I think that's enough. Like, I feel like that's a more fun episode. It's not complicated. Like it, like, watch the thing you're parodying. That's like literally it. Go watch inception. It tells you how to make it. (laughs) You watch the movie and you go, Oh, we just steal. You just copy. They took took the visual spoofs, but forgot about the actual plot at all. I, I don't, I, I honestly don't know, man. Like that's the, these episodes just leave me boggled. Like, I don't know why or how they like, these are competent writers. They've written many episodes of television. I, the only thought, the like, only way I could think is, like, they didn't try, or they just didn't... They weren't like, oh, I need to go home. It's the end of the day. This is the best we can do. I'm like, okay. It's never fixed this episode. You can't... What do I say, Matt? I say, man? I say we can move on to our next segment. It's time for Comments the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments of the News Group is where I read uh, the, the reviews of our patrons, um, who have... Watch this episode. Left their thoughts and feelings on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheSimpsonsShow. Sports at any level First some taution. This episode seems like it belongs more in Black Mirror than The Simpsons. I'm just not talking about the Inception parody. Everything about this episode is horrifying when you actually think about it. You can't do it without thinking about Mona's last appearance. Remember Mona's actions in that episode, how she changed her will in order to manip- manipulate Homer into putting himself and his family's life in danger. Also, as that last screw you showing that she'd only come back for Mr. Burns? Now, in this ep- now in this episode, Homer blames himself for Mona leaving, and is so consumed with guilt, he repeatedly wets the bed. Then there is the fact that Mona in this episode wasn't actually her. It was just a construct in Homer's mind. Homer's incapable of holding his mother responsible for her actions, so in order to not destroy himself... He had to create the scenario that absolved her responsibility. On a sweeter note, Abe is depicted as a lot nicer than usual, which says something about Homer's true feelings on the matter. Truly sad thing is all of this seems to just be the result of laziness. Writers just wanted to make an Inception parody, but didn't want to take the time to make it work, so they tacked on the Mona stuff. Yes, that's what it feels like. Um, from Tim, I'll step out in front and say I actually enjoyed this episode. Woo, brave bravery here from tim Mm -hmm. uh yes there are things that could have been done better but overall i found it engaging touching and a bit humorous abe and monar presented as real people the tracy Ullman era flashback is interesting and i even chuckled here and there so incident involving office supplies strikes me as all too real number 275 canon doesn't need to be fixed could do with all the karma references i can't get that taylor song out of my head as a result (laughs) well now i can't either thanks tim that's fine from Dara, this wasn't a bad episode outside of the Mothers for Drunk Driving line, but it also wasn't good. I feel like this could have been a trio story, and it may have been ten times better with a shorter time to fill. As it was, It wasn't actively questioning my fandom like the last few episodes made me. Though, if asked, I wanna, if I want to watch this again, that's a hard pass. Eighth best episode of season 23, just beating out Moe's rag. Oof, That's a good question. Is it better than Moe's rag? Uh, from Derek, everyone will be quick to call this an Inception parody, but it's not. It's an Inception reference episode two years after the fact. The show can't do parody, can only desperately reference current film and television in a bid to stay relevant. I mean, can you really derive any humor from this 22 minutes of fecal matter? Entire thing is comprised of labored exposition and pure nonsense that would make you scratch your head if you cared enough to spend energy on this thing. The writers really hate the Mona character with these posthumous ep- episodes being abhorrent aberrations, each more frightful than the last. My mother, the carjacker, is like a work of Shakespeare compared to this. Confine this to the fiery depths of hell, thanks. Oh, also, as a shame as, as I am to admit this, I found that bit when some random plane employee woman sitting next to Lenny goes, This is Homer's best apology party yet, and Lenny just says, Who the hell are you? With such hostility, unexpectedly quick and funny bit was taken aback from jj did we need an inception parody just feels like the writers felt obligated since it was popular at the time the simpsons isn't a sci-fi show i can accept Frankie making self-tapping shoes but not a dream machine it's also the star of them continuously finding new ways to bring mona back even after her death just leave that character in the past they're on some bedwetting and a really hacky friends reference and you've got another eye roll inducing episode but one i'm sure al jean was proud of with all the extra emics they packed in i did like the tracy Ullman short sequence though and Lenny asked the woman, who the hell are you? is actually a good joke. Uh, Linus, finally from Linus. Man, I didn't really like this. There was another wacky action sequence. Homer was, has trauma and Professor Frink has magic. Watch this with my dad. He said, and I quote, this should be a trios of horror because of how horrific it is. Fix this episode <laughs> by removing the plot with Homer's coworkers being mad at him. Don't use Homer's wedding the bed. Find a better way to get into Homer's subconscious than a dream machine. Number 456. Now, excuse me as I go exchange this for some bacon. <laughs> I wish. Uh, Thank you all for watching, leaving your review. Um, You can support us at any level. Patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show, and I'll read your review on air. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. (gasps) Yellow.
3: is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we
2: have a wiener.
0: Yellow. (laughs) Our listener question this week is, what is your favorite snake quote? Lots of really great answers. Matt, take it away. I want your best snake voice, Matt.
1: Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> Hold on. I'm gonna get some water real quick. I need to be clear for this. All right. First up from Dara
0: Use a pen, sideshow
1: Bob. Uh, from JJ. She needs premium, dude. Premium.
0: Dude.
1: All right. I'm going to stop that because I started to hurt oh, my throat.
0: Oh, <laughs> Matt, you're doing so good
1: uh from kahal after opening mo's cash register in 22 short films about springfield whoa goodbye student loan payments uh from hoju oh no bet midler <laughs> <laughs> i forgot that was snake <laughs> oh i gotta go back and watch that episode it's been too long uh from andy download to papa it's simple but it brings me back to college when i download miscellaneous sound bites off of napster to play on my computer over oh, those days when you used to put themes on your computer and you had like the weird mouse cursors and random soundscapes oh, those were the days uh, from Tim, Apu, he used to rob me two or three times a week, now I'm lucky if I get it once a month Snake, he never initiates I have to do all the work, he just stands there uh, from Aaron, those kids are like so sweet if only they had peewee hockey when I was a lad oh well, proceeds to smash everything, uh, from Zach, two words wallet inspector I can't believe that worked. Uh, from Linus, yo, um, I must have like fell on a bullet and it like drove itself into my gut. From Iron Sheik 84, oh no, beta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from
1: Real Insanity, hey, that smells like rally- regular. She needs premium, dude. Oh, uh, and then uh, Brian uh, Snake has given me such a laugh mm-hmm. with a quote I always assume is from Trash. The Titans with this context, I'm taking this baby to Mexico, so I'm choosing that. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I don't remember w- which one that was from. And finally, from Jaxley, do they think I'm stupid? I'm so going to enjoy
0: pooping on their carpet. That is what I definitely don't remember. Robbie, do you remember where that one's from? Uh, isn't that when the Snake is like a, turns it an animal? He's like in a Transmara some or something like that. I want to say. Oh, okay. I I don't remember that at all. But whew, okay. I mean, it's. I presume it's from one of the, the I'm taking this thing to Mexico is from margin Chains. That's right. That's right. It's when he takes Robbie, the entire what quick, is your he answer? has the entire Quickie Mart on a truck. Um my answer is premium dude. Pr- premium. <laughs> dude. The dude sells him out. It's the long dude. It is I, the dude. I, yeah. It's the long dude. It's perfect. Uh, Matt what's your answer? Uh I'm going to have to go with oh no. Beta. <laughs> that's my second
1: choice because everyone's just like, beta. we still had a beta player
0: in the nineties. Like,
1: uh... I mean, it was
0: it was the uh, it was the better format, Matt. Okay, I want to say I mean it was format. the more technically advanced format. Exactly. Yes. Uh, you know, it was worse in every other way, <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but it was more technically advanced than VHS tapes. Um. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for your answers. Next week's question. What's your favorite Simpsons dream sequence? Please do not answer anything from this episode. Uh, thank you. Oh, God, please don't. I post this question on uh, our subreddit, which is R The You can email us at Simpsons Show at gmail.com, or you can find a question on our Patreon, patreon.com/slash The Simpsons Show. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the no Google Trivia Challenge. I am the smart. I am the smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S M A R R T. The No Google trivia challenges where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions: one easy, one medium, one hard, and try and stump the other. I have a was it two point lead on Matt so far. This two year? point thanks to two, last week. Yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you need to remember Lisa love interest, Matt. That's the answer. Um, I gotta, I just gotta keep it up. It's this is I have to be diligent. That's the hardest thing about this, Matt. Like if I let down my guard just for one week, you could snap up that lead in a moment. And maybe That's true. Sure maybe, maybe this is the week. You ready for an easy question? I am ready. In dude, where is my ranch? Why did the Simpsons go to a dude ranch? I remember
1: correctly. It's because of the stupid Christmas song that I was. It also David Byrne that wrote that one. What's your answer, Matt? They go to the dude ranch to. Escape from a song that Homer helped write about Flanders, a Christmas song.
0: You are Better correct. If, and is God. David it is David Byrne. That is why I use that. That is the connective tissue. That's the connective tissue, yes.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh your easy question. In dumbbell indemnity, who finds a girlfriend and then comes up with a scheme to have his car stolen to get money to impress her? That'd be Mo.
0: You are correct. Most is like. Uh your medium question, Matt. According to the blue-haired lawyer, what notes are owned by Disney? Uh,
1: oh gosh. Um, okay, okay, okay. That is, you can use. Uh, I want to say it's A flat and G
0: sharp. What I'm going with. You're so close, man.
1: Oh no, it's A
0: flat and G natural.
1: <laughs> you don't say natural. You just say A flat and G.
0: He's a lawyer, oh. man. Okay, he's not a musician. He's going to he's going to adhere to the letter of the law, right? He's going to speak in in the most specific terms possible. Fine. So a flat and G natural. And I right, use the term natural. I, I've i used the term natural before. You're just, That's true. But when
1: it's already you use natural when it's already been flat or sharp. You don't just say, oh, play me a G natural. You say, play me a G. Like, oh I mm. uh, put me an A flat. All right, now I'm playing A an natural.
0: Does the blue hair the blue hair know That's what I'm saying. Blue hair lawyer is just reciting from a court case memory. He is not a musician. All right. Fine, 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 fine. Unless All right, he is. a medium question. What movie does Homer stop to see at the drive-in while he's stealing Moe's car? Is that the Monkey President movie? I remember it's some like that's the problem Homer goes to see fake movies. They're half the time they're like they they're about monkeys. And the other time they're like dumb frat comedies. I think this is a monkey one. I want to say it's the monkey president one, but I don't remember the exact title. Um, President ape, something like that, or um, president chimp, chimp, president, chimpanzee, president chimp, president chimp goes, president chimp goes to Washington.
1: I'm sorry, Robbie. It is hail to the chimp. You're on the
0: right track. Hail to the chimp. I knew it was a chimp president. (laughs) 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 Ah, Hail to the chimp. All right, Matt. What is your hard question? This is a hard, this is a hard question. Okay. Uh, we see Rod and Todd reading billboard for kids during the song montage. What is the headline in billboard for kids? Oh God. Billboard for kids. Um,
1: I'm assuming it's about the Flanders song, but I don't know. Something about Flanders hate is popular or something like that. I don't know. I got nothing.
0: Flan slam is number one jam.
1: Oh dear God! <laughs> okay, your hard question. At the end of Dumbbell Indemnity, when Mo is packing to run away with Renee after leaving Homer
0: in prison, what does he pack? Oh God, Almighty! Um, I don't. I honestly don't remember. Matt. Like, I, I feel like it's it is like a bunch of it's just a like series of jokes. Like, I'm gonna need this and need. I don't need this anymore. Things like that. But I don't remember.
1: All right, uh, it is a ukulele. Pineapples, which I feel like they would already have, uh, a beach pistol, and a scandalously revealing
0: thong. Okay, there is a. I was like, is there a gun in there? <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> it's there. Mo, so probably <laughs> yeah, there's a gun. um I don't think they're gonna let the beach pistol on the plane. Probably not. Maybe probably. that's his checked bag. Do you think? Okay, Matt. Who's be, Mo? Does not have the paperwork for that gun. I refuse to believe that Mo went through proper procedures to get that gun.
1: Oh, I'm sure that's he got it's a beach it. pistol. He, like he
0: got it on the beach. <laughs> he bought it from the pawn shop next to the beach. Um, exactly. So that leaves that's t- us tied today, one to one. I still have a two point lead. We're we're getting closer and closer to the end of the season. I'm just gonna need hold on, hold on. It's a tense showdown. It's like a super, it's like this year's Super Bowl, Matt, which I assume Matt watched from beginning to end.
1: I stopped when we went to overtime. I'm morally opposed <laughs> to overtime.
0: Morally opposed. What did you want to tie?
1: <laughs> I don't care.
0: It was just already late and I was like, "Oh god, now we're to overtime for this." It wasn't this. <laughs> that late. You're such an old man. Um uh that's it for trivia. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we had every single episode with it's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the power show where matt and I rank the episodes categorically. Watch them chronologically. Eventually a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Hey, boy. Uh, I don't know how to write. I don't know how to write this episode. I don't know. How, what do I do with this, man? What do we do with this? What do we do with I, this? There the, are
1: lots of episodes that I have no idea what we do with. And this one especially, I'm like, okay, so what is our clothes?
0: Where, where's Mona Leaves? a 434. Is it better or worse than that? It's better than Mona Leaves. Mona Lisa is okay. abysmal. Like, this is bad. Yes. I don't It's just so. It's not. It's just nonsense. It's just complete emptiness. There's just nothing in this. It's like there's some... Cl- there's like loose things around the edge that are clever. Like I like some of the designs in the Inception world. Like it's... I guess it's neat to see some things. I think that's the best we can do though. It's just like... It feels like this, the writing is... They're so devoid of substance in the writing. The animators have to come up with stuff, right? They have to like try and make this thing watchable. And they mm-hmm. give us like interesting stuff to look at and that's the only thing this episode has going it on it going for it with me like i like seeing the like the inception worlds and, and and like there's some fun visual things to see that's it though um is it better than Mogos from Rags to Riches that's the other one I was like um god kind of cuz Mogos from
1: Rags to Riches just makes no sense from beginning to end the only thing Mogos from Rags to Riches
0: ha- has for it is jeremy irons i was going to say man uh, it has jeremy irons uh,
1: I know, the, I the know.
0: Velvet voice, ah. um, even if he's playing a bar rag. Um, yeah. yeah, I was actually looking at the Falcon and the Dough Man right
1: above Mogo's from Rags to Riches, and I think that at least is that, and the Real Housewives of Fat Tony and Donny Fatso. I think those are probably better than this.
0: I was gonna say, I think Mogo's from Rags to Riches is better.
1: I think, think I enjoy- okay. I okay. think
0: I'm. I just want to like. There is a moment in Mo- the moment in Mo goes from rise to riches where we learn that Mo's dad is a Yeti is <laughs> so absurd. And I used to think I used to hate. And now it's the only thing that brings me joy because it's so stupid. It actually is the level of stupidity. I'm I like, that's what you need to get to. Like, if you want to be stupid, funny, you have to go hard, man. You have to make your Mo's dad a Yeti. Um, and, and that moment in that episode is better than anything in this episode. This episode is just <laughs> – there's nothing in it. Like, just nothing happens. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, it's – I think the wor- what makes this episode worse, Matt, is that fact that it has, like, this weird trauma stuff in it. And, like, the weird, like, memories and, like, it's weird. Like, why are you including this weirdly heavy stuff but only, like, a little? And I don't want an episode about Homer wetting the bed. Um, but I think this is, like, great right area for it because all these episodes are just kind of nonsense. Like, things like Lost Verizon and Lona Lisa and Ma Papa Don't Leech and the Burns and the Bees, No Lonely and Natural. Like, all these episodes are just kind of insane nonsense. Um, I think I think this is better than Wedding for Disaster, which is the homework which... sent to the Saw t- torture thing by Oh yeah, Patty yeah, and Selma. Yeah um okay to what is Ameri- the devil wears not i forget that i'm about. trying to remember what coming to america is oh that's the immigration t- that's ogdenville that's the norwegian the ogdenville, ogdenville episode. yeah there's multiple yeah. immigrants episodes which is a terrifying thing to think about um Devil wears nada is that's marge poses for the calendar oh that's right. the that's pinup right. calendar okay. and then they go to he, homer becomes carl's assistant oh that's right oh oh gosh okay um Oof. i think this is bad no i don't know matt is that's a close one it's uh, wh- i don't know i think
1: I, I i i really dislike both of those but i think i would rather watch both of them than this
0: okay i would say then it's right below coming to america then I
1: would yeah say we can yeah, put sounds, it above wedding
0: good. for disaster and above coming to america oh boy how i wet your mother what a terrible what a terrible name Okay, so that's a, you know what, we should make an episode about Homer peeing the bed. Why? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We just do it. Okay, cool. Um, How I Wet Your Mother, number 397 on our list. New number 206 on our post-Golden Years ranking. It is right below, oh, I lost it, Coming to America and right above Wedding for Disaster. We have one more thing to do, though, Matt. One more question. The answer to that question is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon?
2: The okay. cannon!
0: The, the canon. canon The canon I mean, I don't see any reason to keep this in the canon. No, there's you don't need you don't need to watch this episode. There's nothing. There's again, it's nothing. It's just like, oh, yeah. do you want to see a bad Inception? Like it's a like, was it Derek who said Inception reference episode? It's not a parody a reference. Not not a parody reference. A reference episode. That's all it is. It's referencing a movie, and you're it's not it's not like Keep Fear where it's using the same plot elements and recontextualizing things. No, it's just referencing hey have you seen inception here's some stuff that's kind of like it cool bye goodbye we fire the cannon it goes forever goodbye into the sun forever goodbye forever we can work our way down to the top of the list asking the same question we are number 177 no 176 excuse me home or alone matt Oh, I love Homer Alone. That is that is
1: the episode where you it really makes you see how bad Homer is as a father when left on his own. I I think that kind of has to.
0: Yeah, of course it stays. It's it's a it is again. Yeah, it's a season three episode. It's kind of a simple episode. The simple premise, and they just kind of push it to its furthest extent. But it works and it's fun, uh, enjoyable. It's it's good. It's and we're at number one seventy six on the list, and we're still like that's a really good episode. It's a lot of fun. Fond memories. Um. It stays on the list. Our next episode, Matt. Them Robot. Uh,
1: okay.
0: Burns, Burns replaces his employees with robots. And then the robots rebel, I think. Huh. Okay. Yeah, this is a really bad Isaac Asimov robot. I don't have high Brent high- Brent Spiner plays the robots, Matt.
1: Oh, boy. Okay. You remember, okay. You remember when okay. he played... I do remember when he was a a, a robot in 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 or was it Uh, I believe it was one of them star star shows. Yeah, star, star st- walk, star maps, star journey,
0: star maps or star walk, uh, yes. <laughs> star go, star go, star go. Yes, star It's a Coen Brothers movie. Star go. <laughs> 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 oh, this episode, this the Simpsons are ruining my life. Um. That'll do it for us. Uh, you can find me online at robbie.dorman.com. Uh, you can pre-order my new book. This book is Cursed. Uh, you heard a thing about it at the very beginning of this episode with the help of Matt's dulcet tones. Um, go pre-order the book. It's about a cursed choose-your-adventure story and a, 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 a protagonist or, or a bookseller, a lady, trying to figure out what the, the heck's going on with this thing. It keeps killing people. Um, it's a real good book. I did a lot of fun things with it. If you like the Twilight Zone, if you like choose your own adventure books, you'll like it. Easy as that. Go pre-order it. It really helps me out. I really appreciate it. Uh, wherever, literally, there's a link in the show notes, but literally, wherever you buy a book, you can you can pre-order it. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find
1: him. That is true. I spent all of my time taking care of kittens, which there are, Sadly, but also blessedly few of at this point. But you can see past kittens at kitten turns on Instagram, K A T T I N T R N S, And you can just, if you're having a bad day and you think, you know what'll make my day better? Kittens, that's where you're going to find the best ones.
0: And that, we'll call it a day. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. I mean, watch it. <laughs>